All right, everyone, welcome to the Conscious Podcast. I haven't really figured out a good name for this podcast yet, but since this is my first episode, I'll just call it the Conscious Podcast. And just to give you guys a little quick introduction of what all of this is about and what this purpose, the purpose of this podcast is, is basically how to increase your well-being, how to become a better person in the realm of personal development, to improve your life, to make yourself a more conscious and aware person overall. And the first guest I have today is, I don't really know how to pronounce your name, man, but Arturo Montanaro. How do you pronounce it? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. That's good, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we have talked before a little bit, and uh, I found you on Instagram, and I thought that what you're doing is really interesting because it's something that I, I'm not really used to. And, and uh, apparently it's called astral coaching, right? Can you tell me right. a little bit about it? Yeah, so yeah, my name is Arturo Montanaro. Uh, I'm originally from Costa Rica, but I've been living in Europe for about eight years, a little bit traveling around the world. And yeah, my astral coaching, coaching session, it's a moment where we can find inspiration, we can connect to your subconscious mind uh, through coaching and through astrology. So we can let go and have an interaction with yourself to find your own answers, right? To connect with your deeper values and with your deeper goals in life that perhaps you might be like neglecting due to social conditioning and yeah, certain kind of things that we learned, right? Throughout the life that might be pitching us to go and, and grab that goal, make it real. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that's more or less what I do. That sounds cool, you know, because I've checked out your Instagram and especially your stories. And I see that you have people you're talking to like on a daily basis. There's always someone you're coaching. And I find that very interesting. Like, how do you do it? What, what is, because it's obviously attracting people. So there must be something right there that, that is very interesting for people, I guess. Yeah, I guess I met so many people uh, while traveling all over the world. And we had like this connection uh, where we talked in person. And now when I just publish it on my Instagram, on my Facebook, like people show up very <laughs> consistently. Wow. And yeah, going also from mouth to mouth, you know, like spreading that way, like old times, old fashioned, mm. but... And then having the opportunity as well to share that through my social media, especially through, through Instagram, yeah. has kept me very busy, to be honest, <laughs> to produce <laughs> content. And yeah, it's been a great journey and it's just starting. So I'm very grateful and happy that everything is aligning, right? Because when you're like doing what you're supposed to, I think mm. the universe is gonna, opens, it's gonna open in front of, your, of you, right? Of your yeah, it's gonna guide you in your mission. So I'm very, bl- very grateful and blessed to That's be able awesome. to. Yeah, wow. So you started recently with this. Yeah, I started w- with the COVID. When the COVID oh. started, yeah, I was like traveling last year. Uh, I I drove my van from the United States to Costa Rica, like going through Mexico and all Central America. Yeah, and I was like trying to. Um, find the purpose of my life, like through this yeah. journey. Yeah, mm. I was I was like going a lot 
in myself, connecting with the environments, with the landscapes I, I was exposed to. And yeah. life brought me, yeah, like to various um, deep experiences with DMT and oh, with wow. the, yeah, so that like opened up a lot of channels and also um, in my neurons, right? In my brain, new connections, new perspectives of life. Yeah. And yeah, and then I came back to Germany. I've been living in Europe, as I said before, like for a while. Mm -hmm. So I studied here. I studied cultural anthropology and regional studies Asia Africa at the yeah. Humboldt University here. So I, I wasn't like, re like really sure what I wanted to do with my life. Mm. Because, yeah, after so long being uh, in, an, in an institution, I also studied law three years before in Costa Rica. So it was uh -huh. like a long time at the university. And then having this time to be outside in the nature, connecting with myself, with, with the Mexican culture, for example, um, volunteering in permaculture centers, volunteering in various farms and projects along the way. Like really kept me busy and connecting with my true purpose, with my true will, let's say, like the how I yeah. And yeah, so that's like that that was my journey. Mm. And I also uh had like various interactions with astrologers along the way. Yeah. And yeah, and I was always into yoga and this kind of esoteric tradition, like you know, like understanding the the wise and what and of the life right 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 <laughs> so that with astrology i had like this aha moment where everything connected yeah and yeah it was very beautiful so i start like deepening every day more a little bit more like reading a lot you know um seeking for that knowledge to through every channel possible mm. and yeah it, it keeps me very inspired Right. And yeah. So that's wow. a little bit of my journey. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you've had an amazing journey, man. And yeah. There's probably so much to talk about that. About that. And I, I'm curious about. You told me that you made like a road trip uh, from the United States or what it was to Costa Rica, and uh, you kind of found yourself through that journey. What would you say was the greatest lesson that you learned from that experience? I think the greatest lesson that I learned from that experience was that the most important thing in life is to follow your purpose, your inner true self, right? Yeah. This connection with the divine, with the universe, whatever you want to call it. Maybe mm -hmm. life will be even enough. Like that is not about money. It's not about pursuing a career to be successful in a very capitalistic way, but it's more right. about like fulfilling your dreams, um, being happy, being um honest to yourself and true to your to yourself in a certain way mm -hmm. and yeah so beyond what society tells you to do beyond what your parents told you to do go there and pursue your dream with full faith that if you convince yourself and you have the right thoughts you're gonna yeah. go and grab it hey <laughs> you're gonna go right and do it Exactly. And that's the thing also about purpose that I discovered, which is you discover your purpose be, uh, with effort uh, in a way, because purpose is sometimes people think that, sure, they have their interest and they kind of know what they like. 
But finding your purpose is a whole different discovery. It's a whole different journey. And you have to go through a lot usually to really discover it. And, uh, you know, the way that I discovered my purpose, which is basically to help people become more conscious and aware and to help them improve their lives, was also a sort of similar journey where I, I found my purpose by exploring my life, by trying new different things. And I, I think that many people, they, they don't do this. They don't really try to find their purpose. Instead, they kind of just expect their purpose to land onto them without really trying new things, without breaking their comfort zones. And uh, I, I feel that your journey is quite amazing in that sense, where you have tried many different things. Um, but I'm curious, you talked about the, you had like a DMT experience or whatever it was. And uh, this is something that I have done a little bit of research for, um, but I, I have never tried it. And to, to be honest, I, I would be too scared to try it even. <laughs> so would you mind telling a little bit about that experience uh, and what you realized, uh, what really happened there? Sure. Uh, so DMT is produced by your brain in a daily basis, just that your brain produces more when you born, yeah. yeah, and when you die. So right. it's like this sensation, um, but your brain is constantly secreting that in your brain. So, but mm. when you have the access to the actual molecule, molecule from an external um, source. It's like putting like some fuel into the fire. So it's going to light it up, right? And you're going to have yeah. this experience. Um, regarding to my experience with DMT in California, um, I met amazing people with medicine. Uh -huh. uh, I will call it like medicine, right? Because it's like such a, a huge impact in the self-discovery process, at least for me. Yeah. And yeah, they had this electric pen, right, with DMT. So you could like hit 100 times for, mm -hmm. uh, per, per, um, how do you call that, per, uh, yeah, per pen. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, uh, so you don't like waste the actual product because when you light it up with your fire, uh, with fire, right, when you smoke it with yeah. fire, it burns the, the most of the particles. So, you ended up like wasting a lot of DMT. <laughs> anyway, right. So uh, I I got one of those, and yeah, I will like be next to the Yuba River uh, in mm -hmm. California, and you know, like with friends, we will like sit in in a circle or sit in any any kind of situation, and we will like set an intention and smoke it, um, and that like. That experience is um, it's a deep connection through the yeah. one source, let's say. Because if you see in every religion, there's one source of life, one source yeah. of like the universe, right? And we mm. see like the refractions of that. So yeah. through DMT, we can go to the source and experience that moment or that sensation that we also experience when we uh, are born or, or when we're dying right yeah yeah so yeah if you set an intention and if you set like um yeah purpose for it i think it can be very beneficial and i did it in california several times and i did it also in mexico in mexico i had like an amazing experience with bufo bufo is this frog from the sonoran um desert in okay. mexico mm -hmm. right so they milk the frog 
when it rains in the desert. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's like the most pure DMT molecule that you can find out there. Mm. So, yeah, I was in La Paz in Baja California and mm -hmm. I had access to this, um, yeah, to this person that provided me with this amazing medicine. And I remember being like on the rooftop uh, in La Paz uh, with a beautiful sunset and having yeah. this very deep experience and expansion of an opening of myself, my journey. Yeah, um, you know, it was like, wow, it was very, very deep in my right. own transformation, in my own healing, accepting right. myself. And yeah, so that does that like answer your question about like DMT? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, uh, uh, I'm very, I'm more curious, like how about the effects that you had? Like what happened? What did you see anything special? Did you feel anything in particular? What, what did you really learn from the experience because I, I've heard many trip reports from DMT and ayahuasca and some people they have said like that they're like thrown into space they start talking to aliens they start talking to God because that's basically why they call it the spirit molecule molecule um, but what did you experience if it's even possible to describe because if it's not possible to describe in words I totally understand uh, yeah I, I like actually to describe my my experiences because it helps also my brain and my interpretation yeah. to like do that to me as well. Mm. So what I felt or what I feel when I smoke TMT, it's been a while though that I don't smoke TMT or I haven't had access to DMT. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely is um, a moment that you like everything starts to vanish and you are suddenly in this heavenly space and you can yeah. see a lot of shapes and colors and, and and you can like feel a lot of vibrations around you surrounding you in yourself in your brain mm. and yeah it it feels like uh it can be a little bit scary that's yeah. because you know you're like completely out out there in the right. space Right. <laughs> right it's not every day that you get like thrown into space and <laughs> things yeah, start to exactly. vibrate around you <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a very deep uh shift of consciousness in that particular moment and it only lasts like 20 minutes so it's very wow. short in comparison to uh, mushrooms or uh, lsd mm -hmm. or ayahuasca or these other kind of um yeah psychedelics yeah. anyway yeah so I will like go there to that to, when I smoke DMT. I will go there to that moment, and I will like experience this. I will open my eyes and see how everything is. It's not so shape design, you know. Everything is like mm. more raw. It's like you can see like more the raw part of things, and the wow. um, the patterns, and you know, it's more like a kaleidoscope situation when you can see like uh, way more shapes around you than usually. Yeah. And yeah, wow. That's what like <laughs> the visual part, and uh, the the feeling sensation in your body is mm. that yeah you have like the sensation that you you start loving your body more like you you understand that it's like your temple, and that yeah, you yeah. there so it, it's like creates a connection to your uh, yeah, to your own self to your own body. 
that mm. was very important for me. Yeah, it sounds like an awesome experience. Very sacred experience, uh, I'd have to say. Um, so I guess that DMT is, well, it's, I guess, one of the most powerful psychedelics in the world, if not the most powerful. I, I, I know about 5-MeO-DMT, which is kind of similar. Uh, but there are many different psychedelics out there. And from the research that I've done, I hear it's like life-changing. Now, unfortunately, uh, the government, they, they, obviously, they obviously ban these substances uh, for particular reasons. And we can probably go into a big discussion about that, too. But uh, it, it's basically life-changing for people. And I've heard people who have like been addicted to smoking. They've been addicted to different types of uh, like really hard drugs. And they've taken psychedelics or they've been like um, microdosing mushrooms and they have stopped their addictions to these other drugs. Uh, and I don't understand why the governments, they, that they don't do more research about these substances because they are life-changing. And, uh, well, obviously the government's purpose is to keep the status quo, so to speak. So they don't want to experiment with these things uh, for the public. Uh, I, so obviously, since this is such a big thing, I guess that you have tried other psychedelics too before the DMT experience, right? Yeah, I have tried several psychedelics uh, along my life. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've tried like the first uh, psychedelics I tried was LSD. Yeah. And yeah, I tried also like mushrooms and um, San Pedro and Piore and this kind of medicine, right? Uh, that mm. comes from like peyote and san pedro there are cactus oh, and yeah. yeah and where i'm from in costa rica we have like a, a very easy connection with mushrooms because they grow there like crazy so you can just go and harvest oh. them, uh, right. in the middle and yeah so that was like my yeah my first experience was with lsd out of any ritual or ceremonial context it was more like in a party or something and suddenly I had this this feeling <laughs> this realization right i was like wow what is this right like my creativity went up i i i was like yeah. seeing all these sensations right and um mm. definitely was a huge wake up in my life to have access and like to these kind of sources um i'm not saying that this is for everyone because right. I, I know that this may be not for everyone, uh, everyone's constitution. Uh, right. But definitely it was good for me as a therapy, as, I, as, as mm. you said before, uh, against yeah. um, addictions and to be more aware of my subconscious mind, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And also to become more aware of life as a whole, the, the appreciation of life and uh, really see outside of the box, so to speak, even though that's quite a generic term. But life is so much more than just our daily patterns and our daily habits, which we're so used to. We're basically, like many people, just running on autopilot day by day by day. But having these experiences, I guess, like throws you out of that box and makes you see life in a whole different way. So that's awesome. <laughs> I hope you're going to have more DMT experiences to talk about. That would be, that would be really good. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the, your astral coaching and what, what really is the purpose of it and how does it work? 
Um, now that you mentioned uh, the boxes, it came to my mind like we live in boxes. We go uh, to a box like to work in the office, right? In a box. Yeah. We get in the public transport in a box. We type right. in a box. So it's like the box experience of this 21st century. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, yeah. Um, for me, the Astrocaution session is uh, a moment where we can like talk about sensitive topics of your life in order to deepen into them so we can see like our true purpose or true mm. self, right? So how can we get um, rid of this conditioning that is working against us, is working for the interest of something else and, and not my own interest, not my yeah. own purpose? Not my own fulfillment, right? Yeah. So with the Astro Coaching session, what I do is like, I start with um, intention. We set together an intention that you can tell me or not tell me. And then depending on what the person wants to talk about, we do a small short meditation um, based on pranayama breathing exercises. So we can mm -hmm. like feel these vibrations because there are many ways to get to this um, state of, of mind that we get with true psychedelics and one of them is uh breath exercise or meditation yeah. or yoga you know it's like all these things all these practices disciplines are going to the same point to connect with the source so yeah. we do like a, a, a short meditation and then we see if they want more coaching so we can like go through the purpose of your life like seven levels deep uh, that will be like going seven levels deep uh, in the purpose of your life, or maybe mm. they want to deepen more in, in more efficiency in their daily lives. Or so we can, we can, I, I have like a, uh, a bunch of exercise that we can do according to the needs of the person. And mm -hmm. once we get that down, like when, once we are clear with that, we jump into astrology and with astrology yeah. is this, um, it's so incredible and it's like mind-blowing how accurate it it is actually right so yeah. we can we can go and see what kind of patterns the person or selves we are being reproducing unconsciously what kind of uh -huh. archetypes are in uh, our behavior what kind of things we can like resonate with easily easier um mm -hmm. than others what what kind of bias i reproduce along my life so we, we can like really talk to to the subconscious mind and wow. try to heal through that right so after this process of setting intention and see the uh, the coaching part with the exercises we are able also to see what kind of conditioning or what kind of um physical experience you can attract if that's yeah if that makes sense <laughs> yeah it makes sense yeah. Hmm. Uh, so the 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 astral part of this, because uh, it sounds really really good. I mean, the whole uh, uh, programming thing and discovering that part. Uh, but how does it work with the astral thing? Because like let's let's say I have a, I tell you my uh, zodiac sign. It's like it's the ibex. So I was born in late December. Uh, how do you make the connection between? I mean, what do you need in order to do the astral coaching for the the client? Do they need to tell you stuff before or uh, how, how does it work like practically when actually coaching them? Right. What I do is like the day before I send them 
um, a me a message in whatever yeah. channel they're into, and then I ask them what they want to talk about, what are the difficulties in their life at this moment, what kind of mm. changes they want to have okay, or experience. Are they really looking for deep change in their life? Yeah. And also how often they have been meditating. Mm. Um, and for the astrology part, we will need like the exact time, the birthday, and the location of the birthday. Yeah. And um, yeah, so with that three things, we can go and generate your... Uh, natal chart which is basically the position of the solar system at, at the time you were born so through that we can see what kind of archetypes or what kind of energies are susceptible to show up within your life yeah yeah i see all right cool and so like um, what, yeah is this like because most of your clients you told me that you know many people around the world um, but is this something that you have been coached on like yourself or is this something that you have created like your own style of astral coaching? Um, how, how have you like, how, how do you know about this stuff? Really? Where did you discover it? <laughs> yeah, that's a very good question. So, um, related to the coaching part, um, my mom, I grew up with, um, uh, a bipolar mom. I love her, but it was like kind of hard sometimes to understand like her needs. So yeah. that made me like move a lot into into psychology to mm. be able to help her, and also because I don't want anyone to suffer. So I was like thinking, how can I bring value to my mom or people in the same situation or in my situation, right? To understand that certain brains work differently and. Yeah, one thing um, took me to the other one. And at the university, we learned a lot about psychoanalysis and about, you know, like kind of philosophy and teachings of um, thinkers that are very related to this uh, subconscious mind and to the collective sub uh, unconsciousness or subconsciousness, right? How yeah. it's connected. So it was like, one first approach that was very theoretical into that direction. And then reading about Carl Jung and the archetypes in psychology, which yeah. he says, and he refers to the astrology and mm. saying that the archetypes in the psychology are right because they're the same that the ones in the astrology. It was like, yeah. it was like a first approach to my, to my understanding of astrology. And wow. then, yeah, <laughs> so, and then um, I, I also started, like, reading about astrology. I met other astrologers along my way, like, that coached me, told me things. I learned a lot from them. We shared a mm. lot uh, here in Berlin where I live or in Costa Rica or in, in Mexico or in the U.S., especially yeah. these places that I just mentioned where I had like access to, to these other minds and to these sharing experiences. And yeah, yeah. so I, w I saw a very good connection between both worlds and how I could connect them through this coaching and astrology to get like really deep into your yeah, yeah. 
purpose, right? So uh, I guess I haven't like seen any other person doing this the same way I do it, right. uh, like combining the coaching with the astrology. Mm. Yeah, but it came very natural to me, and uh, and wow. I think I bring a lot of value to people. And it's yeah, I just started recently, and it's been amazing. So much learning, so much healing for myself as well. So much yeah, understanding. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing that you combined your own thing. That's very unique. That's awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it a lot. What, what do you think is the greatest benefit that you have gained personally for yourself with this, as well as what is the greatest benefit for people you're coaching? I think the the most beneficial thing I got for myself was to feel fulfilled and to feel that I have a purpose in my life that is beyond mm. what I, I learned uh, at the university, you know, like to have a regular job, nine to five, uh, doing yeah. things that I don't want to do or working for people that I know don't even want to work for, right? So it was yeah. like a big understanding of my the purpose of my life and being able to help others, it's opened a very um, huge thing in my in my soul, in my brain, in my intention in the world that I, what I want yeah. to express. And on the other side, doing this, I can help people to be the best version of themselves. What yes. I want to do with that is like to embrace their own purpose in life. You know, in the right. Kabbalistic astrology, what I what I um, yeah study, it, we are like on, on several sets of or stages of consciousness so mm. most of the people live in a very third dimensional world and it's being more like the cage right where we are not yeah uh, we are on this autopilot mode that you just described previously and then right. can go to the mind and to the rational thinking or, or how mm. to move there right but the truth is that the the um the true the truth is not yeah. in, in words right so right. it's about transcending the intellect in touch and go and touch our heart, like our own purpose, you know, and yes. really follow that. And the universe is going to smile you. <laughs> it's like going to exactly you, right. You're going to be happy, fulfilled. You're going to enjoy more. You're going to be um, more excited. You're going to bring joy yeah. to others. And it's going to be like this domino effect, right? That we're like all together increasing the the level of consciousness that we need in this particular historical moment coming after this coronavirus coming yeah. out of this isolation all of these it's a very important moment in the evolution of the human species yeah so how can we all together rise vibrations rise or level of awareness that we need deeply shift in our uh, lifestyle our relationship right. with the with the planet, with each other, with ourselves. So, how can we pro or how can I provide this to people? It's like it's 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 the world for me, to be honest. Like it's yeah. my purpose. Yeah, that's great. If only more people could think like you, the the world would be such a greater place. Like you said there, like all as well as uh, transcending the intellect, most people are very afraid to do that. Because the, the entire world usually is, or the way that people think, 
it's just based on the intellect, the logic. People just want to be very rational and to the point like of things that they can see and which are very concrete for them. But that's not really how the world works. Uh, the intellect is just in the human mind. And if we really take a look at what's going on, there is so much more to, to see, but we have to transcend the intellect. And I think that you're doing a great job right there to help people do that to, in order to make them find their purpose. Thank so you. that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, what, what do you think are some other ways? I mean, this is your way of uh, helping people discover their purpose and live through their purpose. But what do you think are some other ways people might be able to find their purpose or life calling or whatever? Because I have had clients that I have coached uh, when it comes to discovering life purpose. And I have my own process as well. But it seems to be so different for people. I mean, because everyone is so different, everyone needs their own path in order to find their life's calling. But do you have any other way that you uh, think is useful for a person just starting out to uh, try to find who they are really within? Um, well, as you said, uh, it's, a it's a matter of the constitution of the body and mind of the person. Yeah. So if you are more active and uh, it comes very naturally to you to do exercise or whatever, maybe you want to try and be more um, into your um, understanding of the mechanics of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Or if this is the opposite, right? If you feel like you are super good at working and, and you know, like a uh, very mind person, maybe you want to go to your body because it doesn't come naturally to you. And we yeah. have to go like to the things that don't come naturally to us because go there to the unknown where all the answers are actually <laughs> and yeah. get get out of that comfort zone because you get too lazy if you stay in your comfort zone, you know? Yes. So how to step out of that? And there are several, yeah, there are various ways of doing it. Um, I could like say for me, it works a lot, connect through meditation. I think meditation is like very important so we can actually control our thoughts, be able to do that. Yeah. Because the, contr the controller for thoughts is the only real thing we can control. And we can yeah. focus our attention into that, into our, our, our mindfulness, right? I think that's very right. important to discover also your passion. And mm. yeah, and then I will say also um, the nutrition, what we put in our bodies, the exercise yeah. we, we provide to our physical body and... Mm. Yeah, and also the relationships, right? So what kind right. of people are around us? Are they bringing me value? Are they bringing me excite excitement? Are they bringing me joy? Or is the opposite? They're, they're draining my energy. They're draining my, um, yeah, myself, my abilities, disempowerment, yeah. and that kind, of th uh, that kind of things. Exactly. I, I heard there was, I, I don't really know who said it, but... We're, it goes something like this, that we are the equivalents of the, the, the five people that we hang out with the most. And the, the people that we hang out with the most, that's basically who we become. So what you said right there about the relationships that we form and the people around us, it's ex extremely crucial. Uh, because if we have people around us who are not motivated, who do not want to change their life, who basically just think in their own little box, like we talked about before, then we're not going to change really because we're not going to find any inspiration or motivation around us to change. 
And uh, it's very difficult because many people perhaps are in a situation like that and they want to escape their life. They just don't know how to take that first step because that's usually the most difficult part to take that first step outside of their comfort zone. So what, what do you think is a great way or a mindset to have when it comes to facing your fear of changing your life? I think most of the people uh, feel the, the fear because they are thinking about what other people are going to say about them, that yeah, they're going to be right. judged by their families, by their friends, by society. And I think that if the first moment that we've experienced that fear due to that lack of self-confidence, um, it's like, go and do it anyway. I know it sounds like a little bit um, <laughs> corny, let's say it, but uh, I think the, the mindset comes from also routine. What kind of yeah. learning practice you have, what kind of uh, nutrition you have, what kind yes. of, yeah. So the first step for me will be definitely to don't give a fuck with other people think about you or about you, uh, your behavior, or what your dreams are, because they don't know right. what you want. The only person exactly. knows, that knows what you want is you yourself. So, yeah, yeah I, I will say, like, don't give a fuck about what other people think, say about your actions. You'll go just, just do you go perform, uh, execute, ex mm. like, Try to be the best version of yourself, work out, uh, practice self-confidence and yeah, truly believe in your purpose, right? And do right. it for other people, not do it not only for yourself, exactly. or not even for yourself. Yeah. When you do it for others, so you you don't have to carry the backpack of the ego. You can set it, you can put it down and be lighter and be, do do your passion, right? Because you, yeah. you, you like it, it fulfills you. It makes you right. feel part of something bigger, which is humankind, exactly. which is life, right? Which is this planet. <laughs> That's great, man. That's awesome. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like you said, people not caring about other people is such a huge thing. Like not caring about other people's opinions. I mean, we usually automatically care, but we have to realize that whenever a person judges us or, or we judge another person, that judgment is just based on fear. It's just based on pure ego. Because if a person would judge, let's say me, for example, for doing something that I find fulfilling and unique in my life, really that person is kind of, it's a jealousy in a way. Because that person, since that person is judging, that person is only judging because that person sees that he or she is not doing something unique in their life. So what we're really judging is the lack within ourselves. Um, and like you said as well, doing things for other people is such a huge thing because a part of finding your life purpose is not only about you discovering your purpose and do you doing what you want to do. It, in the end, we need to connect to the larger circle of concerns, right? We need to connect to other people as well and society as a whole because we cannot neglect that we live in a society, that we are... Uh, social creatures really so we have to be in this commune and to help others to also um, become the best version of themselves it's all combined really and that's a very holistic thinking and I also really like that you mentioned so many different things like nutrition 
your body, your mind, everything connects. So we, we cannot really neglect one part because everything is this whole big thing. So holistic thinking in this sense uh, is extremely important. And that's something that I feel like you are really aware of. And I, I hope, well, I would love to see, I would love to experience one of your astral coaching sometimes so I can really go in depth and what it feels like and what it's like. So uh, if you want someday, we can do that together. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that, that'll be my pleasure. That's what I live yeah. for in these days. It's like, That's I, awesome. yeah, I vibrate for that, for, to be honest. Great. What is your higher vision when it comes to this uh, purpose of yours? What do you mean? Like my goals in life? or Yeah, your vision, like when you're doing this, what really motivates you about it? What is your future outlook? Um, I think it motivates me the process of becoming a better person, of becoming uh, a voice uh, of the people that need a voice. You know, yeah. thir two-thirds of the world population lives uh, under $2 per day. And that's wow. a, a, ref, a reflection of our, um, of ourselves, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. So how can we? What we're doing to the others, we're we're doing to the life itself. We we're like facing this massive extension, right? That's yeah. this huge. Is something very uh, alarming, let's say. So how can we bring awareness? How can we be that voice? How can we like make peace with the linear yeah. thinking? Uh, patriarchy, <laughs> what, uh, you know, mm -hmm. like rational European or centric uh, point of view of the world and the status quo that represents that, yeah. right? So how can mm -hmm. we make like um, peace and deals and, you know, to, to open up this, this source of love and of life and resources to a larger expression for, for a better purpose yeah. of humankind, right? Uh, it's yeah. A, yeah, so that's like that's like my goal in in my life oh. to be able to yeah to be there. I, I mean, I'm from Costa Rica. I'm from a poor country. I I was super lucky that I could like come to Germany with 19 years old, and you know to, to be able to travel a lot like in Asia and in Europe and in the United States or in in America, the continent, right? So mm -hmm. I, I've seen like all these uh, different worlds. And I think, like, my mission is to connect worlds, to connect yeah. Yeah, the knowledge from A point to the B point to the C point to the D point mm -hmm. and understand that we are all, all one creature, one life. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's for me, it's very right. important. Right. And you're on the mission of doing that already. So you said that you just started and you seem so engaged in this. So... If it starts this positively, then I guess that it's it's just going to be an amazing journey for you. And uh, I really, I look forward to following your journey and see where it takes you. Because this, this is what people need, really. The, especially in a time like this with the, the coronavirus. And people are living in fear a lot. And they're watching the news and they're seeing all these horrible events. So they're, they're, we're just really like connecting to our lower vibrations and it's in times like these that we have to transcend that and raise our vibrations and operate from a from a place of really connection, you know, and helping people instead of just a survival mode, like survival, survival, and this very 
ego- egoic thinking. And uh, the fact that you're able to do this right now in a time like this is just amazing because it puts such a contrast to uh, what people, what we usually see on the news versus what you're doing. And you're using this as a benefit, perhaps. <laughs> and that's really, really cool to see. Um, I want to ask you as well, what does happiness mean for you? And that might be a very broad question, but I just want to ask you because it's many people have so many different definitions. So I want to hear your definition about happiness. Uh, for me, happiness is, is passion, is freedom, is um, understanding. It's also like it's dancing, is yeah. connecting with my body, is connecting with my purpose. So happiness for me, it has to be very deep and profound. I just cannot like all just being happy, you know. <laughs> uh, right. I like to go deep. This is like my my way of being happy, right? Everyone has different mm. ways, but for me, it's definitely uh, to be at the, like a service of other people. To be to yeah. feel that I'm part of something bigger, that I'm helping others, that I'm bringing value to people's life. Uh, that I yeah. yeah that I can also go and dance. I love dancing. I think dancing right. it's uh, I didn't mention dancing before, but I think dancing is a very powerful way to connect to yourself through the movement yeah. in the space. Right? It's like music. It's like it's there. It's like changing completely the the codification of the space where you are moving yourself. You are giving a completely new framework to the space where you are at at the moment of dancing, right? So exactly, yeah, uh, yeah. For me, so then, ha- like happiness uh, in in three words will be like passion, fulfillment, and dancing. I guess, yeah. <laughs> that's great, and that's a very unique explanation as well with the dancing. I like that part. Yeah. It's, it's funny with dancing perhaps like you can take the most rational person and if you put on some music they just want to start like moving their body and you, you kind of like ask them all right so what is rational about this and they're like well nothing is rational about this but still I want to do it and that's like it's such a big part of life to you know do things out of fulfillment without having perhaps any reason to do it um, and that's that's really cool it's a, yeah it, so tell me yeah, you go ahead. Not that you mentioned the rational thinking. We are shifting this right now because, like, the the rational thinking um, really started to increase exponentially with the Greeks when they will uh, were able to uh, translate all the sounds into this uh, phonetical uh, alphabet. They were the first yeah. folks doing this, so they they yeah. start like the writing tradition in this European mindset, right? So they mm-hmm. were the pioneers doing that. So, or, or uh, rational, like short-term, um, linear, linear timing way of thinking developed a lot ever since, yeah. since that moment, right? And now we are, coming, we are getting out of there because everything now is acoustic. Look at us, we're talking a podcast. Um, right. everything is happening at the same time. It's not linear anymore. And yeah. it's not about the short term. It's about the long term. It's about the sustainability. It's about yeah. to, yeah, to, to understanding the cycles of life, the cycles of the universe, which is astrology, right? We have seasons. Yeah. 
we have times to do certain things, the same in the economy, the same in your body, the same in the collective, right? So definitely, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to, to point out that like we are in this shifting from this visual linear thinking into this acoustic uh, asynchronic space, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, sorry, synchron like synchronic space where everything's happening at the same time. Uh, with yeah. internet, right? As well, like this marvelous tool that we have today that we have to feel so grateful for that is like bringing right. us to the next level in this human, yeah, life, consciousness, purpose. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, man. So if people want to get in touch with you um, to start uh, doing some astral coaching, how would they go about doing that? How can they get in touch with you? And do you have any advice for them before starting? Um, yeah, so right now, uh, I will ask them to go to Arturo uh, Montanaro in Instagram. It will be A-R-T-U-R-O-M-O-N-T-A-N-A-R-O. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll post a link. Uh, right. Yeah, uh, anyway, so. I'm very, um, in these next few days, I'm going to be opening also my blog, um, my website, which... I'm just like uh, finishing like the details, but it's going to be there real soon. Yeah. And yeah, you even inspired me to, to go and do my own um, podcast or my video okay, blogging cool. or whatever. <laughs> but right now I will, I will, yeah, say, tell them to go to, to the Instagram and follow me and share yeah. with me. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, guys. So everyone who's listening, if there's anyone listening right now uh, or during, for this podcast, please visit his Instagram. Change your life. Operate from a higher frequency. He's going to help you. This guy knows exactly what he's talking about. I can hear it because I've talked to many, many people in the personal development industry. And this guy really is onto something great here. So if you want to change your life, if you want to become a better person, follow this guy, Arturo. He's awesome. And uh, thanks so much, guys, for listening. And this was actually the first episode of my podcast ever. So this is kind of historical. And I'm glad that I could share it with you, man. Thank you, Daniel. You've been, a, you've been an awesome guest. And uh, I'm really excited to see where this is going to go. And I, if you want to join another podcast in the future, that would be awesome. We can go even more deeper into these topics. We were just scratching the surface here, and I feel like we can go even deeper, and uh, who knows what's going to happen, right? Yeah. So if you like this podcast, make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel, Conscious Motivations, as well as my Instagram, and uh, keep following this podcast, and remember to stay conscious. See you soon with more.